0: Welcome to Community Conversations with Dr. Jill Bowen. I am your host, Jill Bowen. The Department of Behavioral Health and Intellectual Disability Services, DBHIDS, has created this podcast to spotlight community members across the city to discuss important issues such as addressing experiences of trauma, achieving equity in delivering behavioral health services, and engaging community members in all aspects of our work. It is a framework that we call for short TECH, T-E-C, Addressing Trauma, Achieving Equity, and Engaging Community. Each month, one of my community conversations will highlight the extraordinary work of advocates, champions, leaders, and everyday citizens working to advance behavioral health and wellness programs and support for people across Philadelphia. Thanks for joining the conversation. Welcome to Tech Talk Community Conversations, the series in which we explore how the work we do at DBHIDS and with our community partners aligns to address trauma, achieve equity, and engage community. Today, I am thrilled to be joined by Hector Ayala. Hector is CEO and President of Hispanic Community Counseling Services, and he's also Chair of the Latino Behavioral Health Coalition. He has been helping to serve the people of Philadelphia for over 30 years. Hector, welcome, and why don't you tell us a little bit about your work here and how it aligns with the priorities of trauma, equity, and community.
1: Well, first and most, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for putting together this platform that provides resources, provides information, not only to community providers, but the community in general, so for that Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. So what can I say about Hispanic Community Counseling Services? We're not just an ordinary outpatient mental health provider. We consider ourselves a beacon of hope, a multicultural heaven, and a testament of the values of trauma-informed patient-centered care in every aspect of the work. ACCS, of course, embodies uh, the priorities for trauma, equity, and community, creating a tapestry of healing and support here in North Philadelphia. That's beautiful.
0: I couldn't even capture all the words. It was just lovely, beacon of of help and also beacon of hope. And it's really the value or a testament of the value of trauma-informed work because let's talk for a little bit about the trauma that is experienced by people that we serve.
1: Well, one thing that that I have to say that when we talked about trauma, ACCS's approach in, in mental health care, transcends the boundaries of language or culture. We stand for a multicultural sanctuary where individuals from diverse backgrounds can find understanding and services in a way that accommodates to their needs and to their wants. It's difficult in the mental health field when you are trying to actually come up with an approach that can satisfy individuals. So again, what we have done in conjunction with the Department of Behavioral Health and Doctor Disabilities is that we have met people um, where they are. We come up with approaches that are made for them, and we pair them with the right professionals in order to address such difficult things that's like talking about trauma. So um, when I reflect in the work that we have done and the goals that we have put at, uh, in front of us as a community organization, an outpatient provider, I can share with you the I mean, many success stories about I mean, how the implementation of some of these approaches have yield results in immediate results in our community. For example, I mean, from the top of my head, I can think about, the, uh, I'm going to call her Maria for the sake of uh, privacy and confidentiality. She was a survivor survivor of domestic violence who carried the weight of trauma for many, many years. She always hesitated to, uh, to seek help until she discovered that we had a trauma-informed counseling program here. To make the story short, our dedicated therapist provided her a safe and empathetic space for Maria. And in which I mean, she could, she was able to share her experiences through these tailored therapeutic approaches, which I mentioned earlier. Maria not only began to heal, but she became an advocate for mm. other things here in the community. Mm-hmm. So that's just I mean, when we talked about healing trauma, that's just one example.
0: That's a beautiful example. That's really puts a you know a human face and experience on the incredibly impactful work that you do through your organization and and also through the coalition. So let's talk for a minute, because you are definitely highlighting the inclusivity of your approaches for the community as a whole. You talk about meeting people where they are, whatever language they speak, you you are there. Whatever trauma they've experienced, you are there. And also, I think you talk about the treatment approaches, which are very trauma-informed, very trauma-responsive approaches. You also, I know, do a lot of connection to the community work. Can you speak for a little bit about that? Because I think that goes to the point of being trusted with some of the traumatic experiences that people have, that they keep it close. And to allow somebody to come in to help with with healing is really, really such an important part of the treatment process. So can you talk a little bit about your work in terms of looking at the community as a whole in addition to the individual people and families who come
1: for treatment? Uh, You bring a very important point, uh, Dr. Bowen. In order to engage communities, you have to achieve equity. So the first thing that we focused was making services accessible to anyone. Despite their ability for them to pay, we have created, I mean, um, scales for patients. Uh, We provide a lot of pro bono hours of work because again it's about engaging people in treatment and engaging communities as well. So we have done I mean di- different type of things. I mean uh, as you may know of course I mean we have conducted many many mental health awareness campaigns in collaboration with many community providers, businesses, churches, schools. I mean you name it, and the intent is one to break the stigma of mental health, two to show the community that services are uh, that we have services in the community that are tailored to their needs, to their language, and to their social economic status as well. The intent is that how through this awareness and these campaigns and these type of workshops, events, I mean, our symposium that we do every year through the Latino Behavioral Health Coalition, they all, I mean, are, are focused on, on, on one, putting in on a pedestal, the great things that are happening in the community, how these collaborations are working out for the community and what are, are the results of their children, but also it's a way of connecting communities that otherwise they will never have this type of contacts. And it's about not only showing other communities how you can do certain things, but also, I mean, how you can also connect communities through services. We have, for example, I mean, through these collaborations, we have seen people in Erie, Pennsylvania through one of our partners that is working on the west part of of our state. So, I mean, that's just one example. I mean, the collaboration that we do also in, in, in South Philadelphia. But, I mean, it's just a culmination of when we put together these events, having hundreds of people participating, engaging, smiling, sharing with our families. That's what we consider what community engagement means and how we measure the effectiveness and the success that we're having in that sense.
0: So we do know, like, healing happens in the community and healing happens with the community, through the community. But you're embodying that, and it's, uh, it's really quite beautiful, the way in which you embody that. And you work on, like every possible level. I mean, you you clearly think three-dimensionally and four-dimensionally about the work. You know, it was a, a wonderful experience to walk through your facility and talk to the staff that work here. Many of the staff who have been with you for a really long time, the passion and the commitment and all of the challenges of the community that you break down the barriers one after another, after another, you just break down barriers to access through engagement and just talking with some of the folks and them saying, you know, why they're there. And it really is that internal sense of community, that sense of family from a provider view. And then you take that out almost like in concentric circles. So I'm impressed with the way, you know, you work with the agency and then you take it wider to the community as sort of a natural way in which to engage folks in healing. And then through the coalition, you take it another level, wider to the wider community especially the latino community and then you take it wider beyond the across the state i know you've taken it internationally it is really working at every possible level so when we talk about engaging community i see it in bold letters because it is an embodiment of your entire approach and so when we talk about trauma and the trauma that folks who come to us for healing. And we talk about inclusion and equity, and we talk about engagement. It's really, I would say, like CET (laughs) instead of TEC. It's like you're very community, community, community first. And you define that community in multiple ways. And that brings inclusion and breadth to your work.
1: Thank you for those kind words. But again, I think that you're right, you mentioned this earlier, the success that we have as an organization, not only uh, providing outpatient mental health services in North Philadelphia to over 3,500 patients, but also combining forces with uh, other seven members of the Latino Behavioral Health Coalition, has given us the opportunity to reach over 40,000 families and individuals on a daily basis. These are, the, we are located as a coalition in every single code here in the city. So, what we're doing is taking advantage of those opportunities that we have, combining forces with these providers that are making great things and, and creating great programs in, in each corner of the city, and trying to enhance that, trying to put that on a pedestal, try to rec- copy these approaches. I mean, if we see that it's working with X, Y, and Z, why not apply that here in our community? So, this is why now, I mean, our work has done us internationally. It's not just I mean, in the Caribbean, but we have members of our coalition going to Asia and the Middle East and, and, and putting out there their approaches and, and working together with the sort of community, which is something that makes us extremely proud as a coalition. But also, I mean, um, none of these things would happen if we didn't have great partners here in the city to make this happen. I mean, you guys, DBH has been a great partner of acknowledging that to work with uh, at- at-risk and healthy populations, working in non-treatment settings, that has been something major. Creating uh, the approach of wellness for all, not just for a few. And again, I mean, from the engaging nouns of colors down to the community behavior health screenings event and the crisis response center. And and we are actually working together with your outreach and engagement teams here in Philadelphia. I mean, this is how all these things happen. Why they are making it possible is your effort and you're coming with this approach intentionally to create the impact and the change that we are all starting for. Mm-hmm. And again, I mean, the community, um, clinicians across the board, clinical staff, administrative staff from all our organizations appreciate very much all the efforts.
0: Thank you, You appreciate that. <laughs> and it takes a village, right? I mean, it certainly takes all of us.
1: There is nothing comparable to what we have around the world with what we have here in Philadelphia. So this is something that you guys do feel extremely proud well because I mean, we can do these things But it's because you guys are allowing us and giving us the tools to do this work. Thank you. Thank you for that.
0: Wonderful. What are you looking forward to most this year?
1: Well, um, first and most, I mean, we are aiming to expand our reach to impact further other communities and other individuals. We plan to enhance our trauma-focused interventions, increase our cultural competence as well. We have seen, I mean, how collaborating with communities that are not only Spanish have benefited us in learning how to reach these communities and these individuals. And I mean, we're going to continue strengthening our partnerships with the community. These are things that that we feel that are the right tools to make a successful practice and to make our organization accomplish those goals that has to do with equity, um, providing trauma-informed practices, coming together to create change and creating advocates. The work cannot just rely on us, but how now we train our communities to advocates and, and to expand coming for practices across the board.
0: Well, it sounds very exciting. As always, it's such a pleasure to talk with you. Unfortunately, we're out of time. So I'm going to wrap and just say thank you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for the work that you do for the people of Philadelphia, your community, the community as a whole, the national community, the international community. And we really uh, so much appreciate you here, right here in Philadelphia. Thank you, Hector Ayala, tech champion.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you for trusting us and being a great partner.
0: Thanks for listening today. To find out more about my guests and the work they are doing in the community, please visit the DBHIDS website at www.dbhids.org, where you can find out more about our work to address trauma, achieve equity, and engage community, as well as check out behavioral health resources available through our department at our Healthy Minds Philly website at healthymindsphilly.org. All links are in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode of our podcast. Thanks for listening and be well, Philadelphia.